Friday mood. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the X Plus One podcast, where we meet you where you are with Jesus Christ and seek to take you one step closer to him. I'm your host, Luke Metzler, and today is Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you're doing so incredibly well. I'm doing really well today. It's currently, what time is it? It is 11.38 a.m. in the stew. It's a beautiful day outside. Hopefully, today can be a hiking kind of day for me in Las Montañas. But anyways, I hope you're doing really, really well. You might not be listening to this on a Friday. I actually kind of found out this week that most people don't. So if it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whenever you're listening, I hope you're doing well. But for me... It's Friday and it's a good, it's, I'm in a good, good mood, a good little Friday mood. And today, similar to Monday's podcast, which if you haven't already heard, I, I really suggest you do. I, this episode though is, is very similar um, to Monday's podcast because it's it, again, inspired by a book that I've been reading. And that book is called Lead by Paul David Tripp. Now I'm not done with the book yet. I'm very close though. But it's really overall been super thought-provoking and very, very convicting. And one of the things that Tripp shortly mentioned in his book that convicted me was the tendency for us to crave leadership more than we desire serving. I read that and I said, and I, oop, (laughs) that's me. Like, that is me at times. And it was so, so convicting because I want to lead. Like, that is one of my biggest desires. When it comes to leading, especially in this day and age regarding the church, I'm like, put me in, coach, put me in. But in that desire, I realized that I can easily gloss over what a call to leadership is. And hear me when I say this, a call to leadership is a call to serve. And while reading Tripp's book, I was reminded of Jesus's words in Luke chapter 22 to his disciples, who at the time were arguing who among them were the greatest, which for context, Jesus had just finished telling them that he was going to be betrayed and killed. I mean, imagine hearing that and then soon after arguing who was the greatest. I mean, talk about self serving. Anyways, Jesus, knowing their conversation, he said, verse 25, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. Verse 26, but not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is greater, one who reclines at a table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I am among you as the one who serves. Hello, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader is one who what? One who serves. Now, I want to break down those verses for you today real quick, starting with verse 25. I think this is just, this is incredible. This is beautiful. Bear with me. Verse 25, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. Jesus here is talking about leadership, obviously, and he's referencing some of the highest leaders, the kings. He's saying that they lord their authority over people, which means they never cease to remind people of their authority. Do you or have you known anyone like that? I mean, come on. I feel like we all have. We run into that teacher, that boss, that referee, coach, umpire. I mean, for me, it was always the umpires with baseball. And they just love to let you know that they're in authority. They exalt themselves and they exalt their position. Now, not only are there leaders like that who exercise lordship, But Jesus goes on to say in the second half of that verse that there are higher leaders that are called benefactors. And the Greek word used there is euergetes, 
which means worker of good. Now, on the surface, you would think that suggests that these leaders, they're great servants of the people. They're workers of good. But that's not at all what Jesus is saying. He's saying that there are leaders who serve, but only to receive the title of benefactor or worker of good. That means they only serve to receive the recognition, to receive the glory. Again, do you or have you known anyone like that? I can tell you off the top of my head, I immediately think of the endless celebrities who adamantly publicize their social work and their acts of service. People who won't make a hospital visit unless the cameras are on, those kinds of people. They are examples of people who serve to receive recognition and glory. Now for common people like you and me, I mean, that still exists within us, especially with social media. I would say to some extent, we all share a desire to serve for the recognition and approval of others rather than to serve for the recognition and approval of Jesus. So to bring that all together, Jesus is saying in verse 25 that there are leaders who never stop reminding you that they are in a higher position of authority than you. And he's also saying that there are leaders who serve, but only to receive recognition. And to that, Jesus says, verse 26, but not so with you. Hello, not so with us. As followers of Christ, we're all called to lead in some capacity, but we're not called to exercise lordship over others or to lead for personal recognition. Jesus says, rather continuing in verse 26, let the greatest among you become as the youngest and the leader as one who serves. And the first part of that verse, let the greatest among you become as the youngest is a call to humility. And it's a call to humility because in that day and age, there was a hierarchy of authority with age. That meant the older you were, the more authority you had, the higher position you had. So Jesus here, he's, he's telling his disciples to become like the youngest, to humble themselves and to assume a lowly position. And then Jesus follows that saying in the second half of that verse that the leaders must be people who serve. Simply put, that's a call to servanthood. Overall, Jesus is telling us here that leadership is a call to humility and a call to service. He's saying that the best leaders are the biggest servants, that the best leaders are the humblest of people. And nobody, nobody modeled that better than Jesus himself. In fact, around this time of Jesus speaking to his disciples, he washed their feet. In John chapter 13, we're told Jesus washed the feet of his disciples during the Last Supper, which is right before Luke records this conversation taking place. I mean, picture that. Picture that scene. Picture Jesus washing the disciples' feet around the Last Supper dinner table while they argue who among them is the greatest. It's Jesus' last day on the earth, and he is washing feet. I mean, have you ever been asked what you would do if you knew today was your last day alive? It's crazy to think that Jesus did. He knew, and he spent the day washing feet. And that's humility. That's serving. That's what great leadership is. The best leaders, they are the biggest servants. The best leaders take no glory for themselves and cast it on the one who deserves it all. The best leaders understand that they are called not to puff themselves up, rather that they are called to pour themselves out. Amen to that. I mean, I, I love that and I need to hear that because it is so easy to get caught up in the desire to lead and ignore the call to serve. So easy. But leaders are called to serve and the greatest leaders are the best and biggest servants. Now, Jesus finishes his thought saying just that, verse 27. For who is greater, one who reclines at a table or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I am among you as the one 
who serves. David Guzik, a Bible commentary, he sums up this verse perfectly. He says, the world regards the one who has served as greater, but Jesus showed us that true greatness is in serving more than in being served. Hello. Amen to that as well. I mean, this world will continually tell you that the one who is served is greater. But Jesus came and as written in Philippians chapter two, took on the form of a servant and showed us that the greatest are the lowliest. They are the ones willing to get down on their knees and wash the feet of others, the ones who serve. So I wonder what it would look like for you and I to apply this scripture to our lives. How can we lead by serving this week? To the husbands listening, you are called to lead your wife and your family. How can you lead them by serving this week? To the wives listening, you are also called to lead your family. How can you lead them by serving this week? To the business leaders, you are called to lead your employees. How can you lead them by serving this week? And to everyone listening, we are all called to share the gospel and build relationships with the lost that lead them toward Christ. How can we lead them toward Christ by serving this week? I want you to genuinely think of these questions and embrace the call to serve, and and I will too. I don't want to crave leadership more than I desire to serve, which I admit I have struggled with that of late. And I think for me, I have a great opportunity to serve the leaders at my church who I'm currently under, and I plan to do just that. And I challenge you to think of ways in which you can serve similarly this week. Let's seek to grow in our leadership together by growing into a heart and life of servanthood. I love you all. God bless.